Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to Soap from the Box, the TV podcast that goes behind the scenes of the biggest shows on your television screen. I hope you listen to James Redmond, Hollyoaks OG. That episode dropped on Monday. Today, it's time for a musical special. It's the weekend. Let's go retro. Let's go back to the 90s and the noughties. You're going to love this. The bright lights and fame began for my next guest when in 1996, at the age of just 17, he auditioned to be in a new boy band with Attitude and Edge, was the description. Five were born and went on to shift 1.6 million albums and 3.4 million singles just in the UK alone. He's now a solo artist and performs with Five Still and has got a brand new song released today. And if you're listening to this just after midnight, you're probably a little bit drunk, but you will get the first exclusive play of that very single a summer banger at its very best it's a pleasure to welcome a proper pop legend richie neville hello mate hey mate how you doing thanks so much for having having me on it's a uh, it's a pleasure to have you on and i mean we're going to get to the new song and the new venture which is called the nine on eight but it is a proper summer banger people have got to get very excited about this haven't they well, do you know what? It's nice to hear other people say it. You know, Liam is my production buddy. Like, we're a duo. The 998 is a duo. And, you know, he's been a really successful remixer for, for a while. And, uh, and you know, I've got into my production as well. And we both were feeling it. But sometimes you don't know if you're deluded. But, the, you know, it's when, when you hear people like yourselves and, you know, you do get that genuine feedback where yeah. oh, people are good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I can hear it in people's voices. Do you know what I mean? Where they are, oh, I really like this song. So, yeah, it's, it, that is a, a really nice feeling because we sit in the studio and you have all sorts going through your head. You, you have a, it's like a cycle of, I really love this song. And are we, is this song any good anymore? Because you've listened to it so many times and you've worked on it so, you know, for so much. So it's great to, to get that kind of feedback. And yeah, we, 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 we are really excited about it and we really love it. Did you have you one? Are you one of these people that's always had a bit of a ear for it? Because I've always been quite like when I used to work on the Saturday show, which I mentioned before we before we start recording. I we used to sit in the office and basically every week they used to play the new singles coming out, and we used to basically kind of vote who we thought should be on the show if it was a new artist. And I remember Umbrella got played, and no one liked it apart from me by Rihanna. I was like, what? But I've got a knack for normally knowing which songs will be big. Like, say for five, did you listen to singles and go, yeah, this one's going to be huge? Yeah, very, very often because you'd, you'd have the album and you'd kind of, they kind of would usually pick themselves in a way. Um, but that said, sometimes you'd have um, a difference of opinion between band and label. Right. Okay. That, yeah. That did happen on one particular song, which I'll tell you the full story, actually, if you if you want to know. Yeah, totally. It's both Simon Cowell. Well, we just released Keep On Moving. Now, to me, Keep On Moving is an absolute pop song. Oh, God. But, one of the, I mean, it was your biggest single, I think, wasn't it? Five's biggest single. Yeah, no, absolutely. It definitely is our biggest song. I mean, you know, Everybody Get Ups was pretty big. And if you're getting down with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had a Keep few. Keep On Moving struck a chord. And we, we were like... I, you know, he was like, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I feel like we, you've alienated your fans a little bit with that because it's too, like, grown up. And we're like, what? What? <laughs> what planet are you on? Like, like it's an absolute banger. What? No, 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 no. We've got to go, like, right back now. And we released, like, Don't Want to Let You Go, which was our, 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 far and away our worst single we ever released. <laughs> 
and we're like why are we doing this this is insane like we we should follow up with another banger like why no 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 we've got to please your core like your core fans now but like this is a mistake and actually i mean look cal doesn't make many mistakes no no and yeah your core fans have surely grown with you as well do you know what i mean exactly yeah exactly it was it was a strange one and like i say it doesn't make that many mistakes but i feel that one was <laughs> that one was well let's go back in time so when you formed which was from 1996 that audition i mean first of all i read this i don't know whether it's true apparently there were over three thousand hopefuls and one of them was russell brand Yes, it was it was actually um, ninety seven, and apparently so. Yes, it was. That's uh, mad. He, he was. He would. He came to that audition. Yeah, Imagine I didn't. Russell Brand in five. I mean, it just doesn't. Uh, can't see that, can you? Can't see him doing it. Apparently, did. Ev- I read it earlier. Evanescence, I think he did uh, perform that song. But what was it like that audition? I mean, obviously, it was an open audition. I'm guessing so loads of people there. I mean, did yeah. you ever think? Oh yeah, I've got a chance here. So, so what it was, was, I mean, I saw it in, uh, it was a, like the, the national press had picked up on it. So I saw it in a newspaper and the reason they picked up on it, it was the spice mania was, you know, in full throttle and Simon Cowell had approached the people who put the Spice Girls together originally, but lost them to a different management company. He said, well, they've obviously got an eye for this. So, Essentially, we were the Spice Boys, if you like. Yeah. And, um, you know, Cal said, do the same, but with boys, with guys. So the media then picked up on that. Um, and uh, I'd never planned to be in a in a band, a pop band. It really wasn't particularly on my radar. Uh, I, I enjoyed singing, but I was more into, like, rock bands and things like that and uh, and dance music, so... It, I don't know. I just saw the I saw the article, and I don't know. I was young, and I, I you know, I just sort of I don't know. I, I, well, to be honest, the, the the article actually said, "Do you want to be a Spice Boy?" And my initial <laughs> thing was, "Oh, please give me a break!" Then because the Spice Girls are so big, they're going to make the Spice Boys. That's a terrible idea. So I flicked past almost in in disgust, and then the cogs started turning, and I was like. Well, they probably wouldn't call it the Spice Boys, would they? Because that would be awful. That would be awful. That would have been awful, yeah. Yeah. So then I went back and I was like, oh. Um, and I don't know. I, I literally did this seven times where I would go on through the newspaper and I'd go back to that page. And then I'd go, no, 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 no. And then I'd go back. And then I just went down and I remember throwing the paper down. I was like, you seen this, mom? And she said, well, I did see that, Yeah. And I was thinking, like, maybe you should try it out. And I was like, yeah. And it said, you know, anybody interested, bring a backing track and your dancing shoes to Pineapple Studios in London. Obviously, I'm from Birmingham, so I had to get a backing track together, which was a bit of a, you know, yeah. So and then, you know, we went down to London and. It was just crazy. You know, there was just like thousands of people pouring out of Pineapple Studios, sort of queuing up. It was a media circus. There was a Spice Girls tribute band turned up. Oh, and my God. And I'm like, what was I, 16, 17? 17. I'm just like, what on earth am I doing here? And, yeah, then they, they it was like cattle. They ushered 10 in at a time. 
Um, dance for I, me, boys. Dance for me. Well, I I wasn't I was never trained at dancing. It wasn't a thing, you know. I was a I was a raver, really, and, you know, clubbing and stuff, but never, you know, formal dance or break dance. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like, I've walked into this room and I'm literally putting my rucksack down. The music's on. I've turned around and people are busting shapes, man. <laughs> like, seriously busting shapes. The windmills going off and everything. And I felt really awkward. I've got to be honest. I was sort of just sort of shuffled from side to side. I was like, I'm not feeling this. I feel really stupid right now. It is quite funny if you go to places like Pineapple Dancing and everyone's just this kind of like musical theatre house. Everyone's just kind of just warming up. I mean, constantly and doing, doing these shapes. It must have been so intimidating. Well, it was just kind of, yeah, it was it was just the, you know, I get it. Re- people really wanted it, and uh, but it was just so fast. It was like, in I, I hadn't even put my bag down, the music's on, and it's like, <laughs> dance, you know? So I was like, wow, uh, okay. And I, I don't know, I just bopped a little bit, you know? And what was your backing track? What what did you sing to? So I'd, I'd done a performance in a, in a singing competition anyway of uh, George Michael Freedom. Oh, okay, so, great. Yeah, that's what I sang, and um, yeah. So you act got if you got a piece of paper, that meant you could go and do the singing part. Um, and I got a piece of paper, so brilliant. You know, the went, shuffling probably as just, well. It probably helped that like because they were they probably wanted a bit more of a rough and ready band, like but they said attitude. No, so actually, probably helped that you didn't do all of the uh, proper dance. But do you know what I mean? That was a bit kind of not not quite perfected. perhaps. I think I think it was purely purely uh, a sense of literally does this person a kind of you know to to whittle it down could they have a look that could work in in a band that we're trying to make and do they have a sense of rhythm at all (laughs) yes yeah you know yeah yeah um and then i think yeah that that was kind of the quick quick process of whittling it down and then obviously it was can they sing um and then yeah and then it was a, a long wait i mean i think it was two or two or three months i think oh wow okay and they were probably then yeah. working out who went with who i suppose because that must be the final probably like doing a wedding seating plan i mean it's like who? No, looks- well it was but it wasn't the final they they didn't pick the final band they whittled it down to 14 guys and then the, us 14 were then asked to meet up at uh a different studio's uh, and we'd been we'd sent we were sent a song that was not a known song. It was a song by some songwriters. It's called "Turn It Into Something Good," and we all had to write a rap for the middle eight. Oh wow, God! It's like yeah. a proper proper intense like process, isn't well, it? Yeah, no, it was, and it, it sent all of this was filmed. Oh, so right, it wow! Be, it was the beginning of kind of in a Bob way stock kind of following, to, yeah wanted to do that with us unfortunately for them we swore far too much <laughs> we would do like we would we would break out in fights we would we were just an absolute nightmare that they just gave up on this tv idea <laughs> so you know yeah but then you know i think they kind of had this idea brewing you know this like x factor pop idol pop stars and that kind of thing so God, you would might have been the beginning of that, and then obviously, so that that process all happened. You got into the band first. Then, yeah. then there was a problem. Obviously, there were two Richards, so I, then you had to decide. Abs became Abs, and you became Richie. <laughs> I think Abs always wanted to be called Abs anyway. Oh, be did he? It was, 
never a discussion about it. No, yeah, he just... Um, yeah, it was, just, so just, it was Jay, Jay Brown, Sean, Ab, Scott. And then what was it? I mean, you did. So you signed to Simon Cowell. Like we said, you're with Simon Cowell. Six album deal, which is massive. But I mean, you literally went. I mean, it was it was quite fast and you became absolutely huge. I mean, what was it like that sudden thinking about how long it took to get all that process? And then suddenly you're there and it did. Does it just kind of take your breath away? Was it kind of like, wow, I can't believe this is happening so fast? Yes, it really was. I mean, you know, you're 17. I was 17 turning 18. We we went, you know, it started off a little slow. Like the first month when we moved in together, it was a May 97, I think. Uh, yeah, it was. And, um, you know, it was a bit slow. There was a few days where we weren't really do, you know, think where we weren't doing anything. And we should have appreciated those days, to be honest, because... <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a bit of, you know, we tried out a few different choreographers. And I think there was typical of um god rest his soul uh the late great bob herbert i think he was trying to see if if we could save a bit of money and choreograph ourselves <laughs> right, okay. dance studios and i mean we literally literally just messed around all day <laughs> throwing things at each other and doing pelvic thrusts going well are we trying to work out a dance none of us could do it we were like <laughs> it just looked ridiculous we needed a choreographer so um, yeah, and then all you know, we go to a few different studios, and then all of a sudden it was Sweden. And it's by the way, you're working with like the biggest producers in the world right now. This is where it gets serious. They want to work with you. Um, you know, this is it kind of thing. And that was with working with Dennis Pop, who'd you know risen to production fame with um, Ace of Base. He oh was wow! The, yeah, the person who discovered that. Then they'd moved on to the Backstreet Boys, who had been going for a good few years. They went on to work with us. Britney, Max Martin then came out of that, and he's gone on. Dennis sadly died, and uh, Max Martin kind of took that mantle and went on and just became the powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. Katy Perry, you know, you name it. I mean, he's worked with everyone. Uh, the weekend, I mean, he's huge, huge. I think he's... He may have surpassed Lennon and McCartney now in number ones in the US. Oh my God, it's incredible. And it started again. Yeah, with- yeah. And what was it like? What was it like moving, like you said, moving in with the band? I mean, as we all know, especially when you're young, getting on. I mean, did you, was it hard? How did it go as a band? Did you kind of get on better as you went along? Or was it, I mean, it's, I always say, it, being a solo artist must be quite tough because obviously you, you're on your own and you know when yeah. you're on tour you're the only one probably you can't go out without being recognized whereas at least i suppose when you're in a band you're in it together yeah i think i think look you know it's no secret that we did we had a lot of infighting and there well, was of a course lot of you would, though, do you know what i mean a lot of bad dynamics and then you know because you're young you, you you're not mature enough to deal with situations you're also working 18 hour days you're worn out you're tired then you've got you're dealing with like being really famous, you know, at the time, and and you know you can't really do you. you it's an adjustment phase, and um, yeah. But I I obviously saw solo artists. I also went out with a solo artist. Yeah, you went out with famously Billy Piper, that, which must have been again mad to be suddenly in a relationship that's everywhere. Crazy, yeah. Front page news, and yeah, and, you know, yeah, wow. I mean, we would we would have we'd go out like you know, say we were going to go shopping, and we'd have like perhaps following us in cars, and it'd be it was a bit like a James Bond film, you know, it'd be <laughs> Which... like trying to that car, <laughs> you know. And, and how um, do you deal yeah. with it? Like, is it because I mean, we're, I'm just laughing along, and it must be like it. I suppose 
it's everyone a youngster's dream i suppose a little bit to go out and be recognized but then when it's actually happening do you just wish yeah. it would go away not the not the kind of what the experience you're having but i suppose when you're being followed everywhere it must be just exhausting it, it is that's exactly right and i you, it's i always say fame is fun for 6 months yeah and then you go oh, i wish this had an off switch yeah. and you realize it doesn't you do you go i wish i could just turn this off for 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 one day and just go out and be normal again, um, you know, and then, you know, and then get back to work. But yeah, look, you know, it's just part of the learning curve and it's part of the kind of, yeah, like, like you, you can't, you can, you can't preempt it. It's no. just something, something you just have to go, Oh, okay. And if you this went back in time it. now, knowing what you know, is there things mm. you would have done differently or dealt with it differently? Do you know what I mean? Now, now you've seen what it's like and you've come out of that, huge bubble i suppose of fame you know with the boy band yeah. famous would you yeah. change anything going back oh 100 i mean definitely i would be on the accountants <laughs> right. on the, all that kind of side of things way more way right. more um you know because uh, so I'm guessing at that up. time, I remember I remember hearing a lot of stories about S Club Seven. Obviously, not earning hard. I mean, it was that it was kind of a bit like a cattle market, wasn't it, with you guys as well in bands? You know, like there was a lot of money being made, but the bands weren't getting that much of it. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, you know, to to because you're 18 and you're from a working class background, you you are earning a lot of money. You are, you know, yeah. doing okay. But it's not life-changing money. You're just like doing, you know, you do well. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, there was money definitely went missing and things have happened. There's no way because when you tally it all up, which I have done, I went through a long process of like anger. Yeah, yeah, I bet though, yeah. Yeah, and you you tally it up and you go, no, 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 we were proper done. Now, uh, how come? And it's like, how do you even trace that? And then you're yeah. fighting. So you have to just then accept it. Okay. It's all just life experience, isn't it? You know? And so many people, I mean, have you seen the Whitney film? I was absolutely, I never realized like the dad had given credit cards to, he gave kind of credit cards of her account to everyone who worked at the company. And it's, wow. I mean, it's and that's her dad. I mean, it's kind of crazy that you're the little pawns in a way. You know, I mean, and everyone because you know, I always remember people saying, you know, any band that went on shows, like when I did the Saturday show, if the performance was amazing, they put loads into it. That every, you know, I remember the music book you say to me, but that'll be coming out the band's wages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, that's the thing as well. You, you think. You you know you're driving around in a in a Mercedes and you know you've got all of us had individual drivers and stuff like that and it's like you don't realise that that's coming out of your you yeah know, you're they're, paying they're, for it yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely but even so you know I mean we sold twenty million records you know worldwide, when you were tallied up singles, incredible, yeah. worldwide singles and albums that's a lot that generates a lot of money you <laughs> yeah know, we definitely made the record label you know, hundreds of millions, I think. It would be hundreds of millions they made from us. And that's, I mean, that's probably still, I mean, because it's changed so much now that people are out there doing it on their own, but missing that record company. Because I suppose what record companies give you is that massive push that's hard to get, isn't it? But there's yes. pros and cons with everything. Is it true that I read that um, you, I mean, you obviously have massive, massive hits, but apparently 
two of the biggest songs ever in pop were kind of floated around for five baby one more time by britney and yeah. bye 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 for nsync so yeah there's okay the two stories for that so uh, ba- hit me baby one more time simon cow heard it and went i want that song for five and he called max martin and we were a successful band at this point as well so it was ballsy of max but he said yeah sorry simon i can't give you that song and simon offered he said what's your favorite car max he went i oh really my god like wow crazy like crazy car i can't some mad mad top spec mercedes and he went okay i'm gonna send one you 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 promise that song to my boys and i'll, I'll have you one by next wow. week wow yeah and he was like simon thank you like i appreciate what you're saying but I've already promised it to this American girl. And he's like, what's her name? He's like, Britney Spears. He's like, who's she signed to? And it's like, it's more kind of a jive, I think it was, which isn't yeah, like yeah. Big which is quite, yeah, quite cool. yeah. And he's like, Max, are you crazy? Like, I've given you a successful worldwide boy band here and you're going to give it to an unknown girl <laughs> who never had a hit before. And he's like, yeah, I've, I've already signed. The, you know, it's, it's already done. And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. That, that and you must have been, be, I mean, I remember being on the Saturday show when Britney first came in and it was, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like Britney back then. It was like this person literally went from no one to someone that the world knew within like a day. It was crazy, Britney, wasn't it? Did you work, you must have you worked alongside her because that was your biggest time as well. Yeah, absolutely. We'd bump into her a lot. I, in fact, I gave her one of the MTV Europe Music Awards. I gave her best international female. I oh, wow. I awarded it to her um, yeah, in Dublin many moons ago. Amazing. So, and yeah. then let, well, let's go back and bye, bye, bye. Tell me that story. I mean, what that's oh, so bye, 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 actually, ever, actually. A different story. Um, because, like, we all had different tastes in music and not many of us were particularly into pop. In no, yeah. but as as personal taste, I was into dance music and rock music. And I, pop was kind of like, I mm, really like, I liked 80s pop, but I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't really keen. I've got to be honest, like the ballad singing boy bands. I yeah, was like, you weren't going I'm home at night and sticking a Westlife album on. <laughs> well, I, Westlife came after us, but like Boys Own, no. I yeah, no, yeah, boy. yeah. And um, yeah, and and that's you know not that I did, you know I love Boys Own now as people. Like, yeah, but it wasn't your type. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't my thing. You know, and then you know you had you had sort of Jay and Abs were like massive hip hop heads, and Sean was into like all kinds of soul and stuff, and Scott liked all sorts, but you know probably the most poppy in taste. So we wanted to bring flavors of that. And I think that's why the producers, when they worked with us and, you know, the label saying, look, just let Rip get some rock in there, get some funk in there. Like, you know, and so that was our kind of mix. So when we were played Bye Bye Bye, it's a very, it's a great pop song, but it, it's out, NSYNC were already a band. And, you know, we were played it in the studio and we were like, look, respect guys. This sounds absolutely, it's, it's going to be a smash, but it's going to be a smash for NSYNC. Right, okay, <laughs> it sounds yeah. Like it doesn't sound like five, 
it's not it's not us it's a brilliant song but it's just not oh not that's great thing. ben that you kind of knew it was a great song but you were like it's just not us because you obviously still because you're right it might have just totally not worked with you good i mean it th- things it's weird isn't it like would baby one more time have been that big without britney doing it in the school uniform probably not i mean you know i don't yeah maybe not maybe not don't know but, uh, uh, you well, know, and then, I mean, you obviously had some of the biggest hits. We'll skip forward to, I mean, there's so much we can talk about, but skip forward. I mean, one, one fact that I loved is actually one of you performed at one of the biggest festivals ever, Rock in Rio, to 500,000 people. I mean, events like that, you must have been going, like like you said, you were from a working class background in, um, where, where did you, where are you from? Birmingham? Yeah, for, yeah. From Birmingham, yeah. So it must be like those moments must be like, wow. Because obviously that, things like that, it'll be hardly any, you know, there's only so many artists who maintain, you know, 50 years in the business, but you must've been going, wow, this will kind of stay with me forever. 100%. I mean, a, a little anecdote that, that, that you, you might not know full rock in Rio was that we got sick of, like you say, just being the, the kind of just workhorses, like 18 hour days. And all yeah. stuff. we were like, are we ever going to be able to, because we go number one, in, for instance, in the UK, like having done like a two month campaign, hardcore, like work, 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 work. And then you'd never get to enjoy that week of being number one because you're off promoting it in Europe or, yeah. or somewhere else or America or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so on the plane to Rio, we were going five days before and we had 18 hour days of press come in and all of this and we just sat there and like we had this conversation we went hey come on we go into rio to play rock in rio man like why can't we you know like can't we just enjoy it and we were like i know i know but it's all booked now and then we were like well we don't have to do it do we (laughs) we were like well i guess not like and they were like what what we what are they gonna say if we turn around and say we're not doing it. Are they going to force us? Like they can't physically force us to do it. And we were like, yeah. So, so we landed and we went, we need to have a meeting with the record label. They were like, okay, what is it? And we were like, you know, all that press that you've got booked in for five days. <laughs> they were like, yeah. We went, we're not doing it. <laughs> oh my God. Chill by the pool. We're going to drink some beer. And we're just going to have a little mini holiday. And then we're going to play Rock and Rio, do like sound check and do that. And they're like, what we're like yep <laughs> oh, that's amazing. and did you get to you got to do that as well well they they went off and they were like they they obviously went they're really serious about this and they came back <laughs> and they said there are these three or four things that are like so important and you just do these three or four things dotted around there was a brazilian tv show and something else and something else. and we went okay fine we'll do those four things they're that important good the rest of the time well, good for you because I'm guessing like the big Mariahs and stuff must do that all the time. Do you know what I mean? It's like because uh, it was like you said in that I've told this story before on Pop the Box, but uh, I always remember S Club like used to be asleep while they had the makeup done and would wake up being like, "Are we still in China?" I mean, it was like for people yeah. listening, like those like you'd come on the Saturday show to promote that, then you'd be straight because I remember we used to always be like, "Come for drinks to all the guests." They'd be like, "Oh, well, I wish we could. We're off to Spain." Do you know what I mean? No, no, honestly, there were many, many times. Another thing about Five as well, which is like kind of unique to our story, is like for, say, a British band, you'd normally do UK and Ireland, then head over to Europe. Gradually, like I'm talking in success, you'd have a few hits and it would grow there. Then you'd maybe 
Asia and Australia would pick up the phone and go, oh, look, you know, you're, you're doing well there. Come in, come over here. And it would sort of work like that. But because the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC start, like, started hitting and boy bands started hitting as we were in Inception on single number one, Clive Davis from Arista picks up the phone because they're like BMG and Arista are kind of like in bed with each other kind of thing. Yeah. So um, Clive picks up the phone instantly from single number one and says, we want five in the US. Wow. So, which, is a, which is massive for a UK artist back then. Yeah. So it was like we literally in two years tried to break the globe. Wow. Into- and it was intense. And we would I, literally, I would wake up on a coach or a bus or whatever. And I would wake up in like a panic, you know, like kind of can't breathe. And I'd be looking at the roadsides to see what continent I was <laughs> you on. Were in. Yeah, what language they're in. Yeah. 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 Is, is it like Asian language? Is it? Is it like, you know. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And what what was it like? Obviously, then you broke up, which all bands, well, most bands eventually do. What what was it like kind of adjusting, I suppose, to life after it? Because, I mean, obviously now we know, you know, people are a lot more open about mental health and stuff. But it must be hard, I suppose, in a way to suddenly lose that as much as you kind of probably want to lose at the time like you said you want an off switch sometimes to turn it off but then it must be quite hard to come to terms with normal life again i suppose yeah one thing i've likened it to you know you've heard like how they say like people that when they leave the army a lot of the time they can right yeah 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 because they know exactly what they're doing. They're told where to go. They're told what, you know what I mean? Their whole life is rigidly organized. But it was, I think it was a similar uh, thing mentally, Um, you know, because I went from, you know, like I say, having 18 hours of my day organized to nothing. Um, And like, it was kind of cool for a little while. It was, you know, okay, I've got nothing on today. (laughs) What, what, What shall I do? And then, you know, because you're young and you're silly, you start going out a lot, and you know spending that, you lots of that spending effort. lots of the money you've earned, probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then, yeah, um, yeah, I, I was in the studio and I was kind of, you know, I was making music, but I don't know, my, I, I can't explain it. Like my heart wasn't in it. I can't, and I know in order to do something really successfully, especially that, you've really got to want it. Yeah, you've got to, yeah. And it, and all of you has got to be in alignment with that. Like, and I, I was like too, the experience, I don't know. I just need, I think I needed some time. I probably should have had some therapy, if I'm honest. Yeah, which probably time. nowadays you would. But again, we're talking about a different time when it wasn't kind of like seen like it is now to be so no. fine to do that. Do you know what I mean? So we're looking uh, back years where it was probably like, right, you just kind of cope with stuff yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I genuinely, you know, things spiraled downward for me, and and I, you know, I, I turned down a, a solo deal with Cowell because he wanted me to sing like ballads. Basically, thought that you know, and and it, you know, I said, but I, I want to do something with a bit more teeth, and I get it because he, you know, I come from it from an artistic point of view. He comes from it from a completely business. Yeah, how mind. am I going to make money out of this? Do you know what I mean? And that's what and it, yeah. I think. You, I can see you selling ballads. Yes. He said to me, (laughs) think what you like. And that to me was such an alien concept. I was like, what, how can I, how can I go and sell 
something like I know by, by what I mean by selling it is sing a song with passion and you know sell that song if I don't like it yeah like, I, and isn't I it funny because like... it's changed so much I think now because music is a lot more authentic I think these days I mean you wouldn't have someone like Billie Eilish doing a kind of you know Leona Lewis song do you know what I mean it's kind of totally yeah. at least it's changed for the good in that way I think yeah yeah no and that is that is cool but you know so I, I said thanks but no thanks and then I don't know I, I I had a problem with my vocal cord as well like I had a polyp which needed removed but basically long story short I was I was going out I went and did a uni tour with a rock band which was great fun but I'd I couldn't speak for a week afterwards oh, God. and I was like something wrong with my with my voice so I went and had it looked at and they said yeah you need an operation and I I'm quite a spiritual person so I, I was like something's telling me to step away yeah something's saying, just step away like now is not the time so you know I kind of did that and I to be honest with you for about three years I, I froze I just froze I, I was lost because I was went from being such a driven person, person I mean, yeah and, and I've not met many. I've met people with drive, and I'm definitely up there with drive. Certainly before the band, I was so driven, and I just didn't have that anymore. And I, I like I'd kind of been. I felt like I'd been sort of done over by the music business, and so it was almost like, well, why? Why would I step back into that and go back into that world of sharks and craziness and? You know, I just wasn't ready for it emotionally, mentally. Uh, it was so, yeah, I just froze and I was very lost. I remember my partner at the time saying to me, I genuinely have never seen anybody as lost as you. Yeah, I know. it's. You know, you I suppose that that's what I mean. You find you have to find a new you in a way because you've left that you behind. Like, because isn't, isn't it in a way? It's like you're your kind of career in life it's like actors you can go through such varying stages of fame and whatever but that does change you and can make you feel totally lost i've seen that with so many mates as well yeah 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 definitely and and i what yeah you say that yeah i i kind of wanted to get back to the person that i was before yeah. the band the person that was happy. Well, yeah no i totally get it that which actually you now realize as you get older you need to find a newer version of that person and it's not a lesser person it's yeah. a different person but you know just, rather than always that's what people do crave to something in the past that actually you're never going to get back so it's just yes. a newly improved version of that no 100 but i literally i mean long story short for 10 years i i all i wanted to do was like i, I almost wished i'd never done it if that makes sense yeah yeah and I, yeah i did like I'd be in um, like supermarkets, say, and somebody would come over and they'd be like, oh, wow, you're rich from five, you know? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the question would come, what are you doing now? <laughs> yeah, and a little on. piece of me would die inside because yeah. after say, oh, well, this and that, and sort of, you know, just make polite a polite answer. But when they asked that question, my inner monologue was, I haven't a clue. Yeah, I, right, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, your your question that I ask myself that every day and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And no again, way. you're having to put on such a smile and such a way, do you know what I mean? On the yeah, outside yeah. as well, which makes yeah, it even yeah. harder. I said it was like living a ghost um, yeah. for a long time. And I ran and I even ran to Australia and lived in Australia for five years. And then the big reunion came around and I, well, I, I wasn't, I, I can't say I was jumping up and down about it. I was like, oh, really? Like, I, I can't even imagine getting on stage and singing five songs again. <laughs> like, oh. 
And then, you know, there was meetings and I was doing them remotely in Australia and all the boys were in like, you know, board meetings and stuff. And then Jay decided not to do it. And I thought, well, it's not the full lineup, so I don't know whether I want to do it. And Scott called me and he, I was on the phone for two hours and he was like, look, come on, you know, let's just, it doesn't matter. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. You know, it might be nice to just revisit it and put put it to bed and put a lot of demons to bed and things like that. And I agreed to it. I said, okay, all right, let's 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 give it a whirl. And for me, I was only popping over to to do the TV show maybe do the tour and 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 then go back to Australia. And then my life just took, a, once I got back on stage, started singing the songs. So I was like, do you know what? This isn't so bad. Like, this is all right. I'm enjoying yeah. this. And it, it, like an old friend or something. And I, I got to the worst stage fright ever, the first performance of um, at, at the Hammersmith Apollo. I nearly froze. And I was like, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I could do it. And it was, we were rocky and we were opening the show and it's for ITV. And it was, and I was like, oh, 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 too much pressure. Too much. <laughs> and then I sort of just, oh, Scott said he he looked across at me and he could tell he went, there's something wrong with him. And he said, I'm going to, I might have to sing his verse. And then all of a sudden I brought the mic up. I got the first couple of lines out and the fans were there like enjoying it. And then I, it was like, okay. He's back. I He's kind of back. Yeah, and I, I know, yeah, I just got in the flow of it, and then I ended up having a daughter. I'm still living in the UK now, and um, and yeah, I'm, I'm and back you're making still together, which is great. It's like a nice organic way back then, I suppose, that the big reunion happened because maybe you wouldn't have ever got back together if it wasn't for that. I this, I guarantee you, it definitely would not have happened. Wow, so that's amazing, isn't it? Like something like that, because quite a few, but the other bands, I remember it. That who else was on it? Like, um, would be there was Tommy, there was nine one one, there was Blue, there yeah, was Blue, the, yeah. Uh, there was uh, what was it? No, our series. I think that was everyone. And what was it like? Because how many? So how many years later was that than when you? How old? How much older were you? Ten years later. Ten years later. Wow! And that is a long time when you're, you know, especially in a boy band doing those songs, dancing around and stuff. It must be, yeah, it must have been quite terrifying getting back to it. It it, it was it was a weird one. Another thing as well that that you know, like I said about my taste in music. Yeah. So after after the band. I don't know. I, I guess it's like a. when I look back, it's a, a bit of an immaturity, really, that I'd be out in a pub, say, and people would be like, oh, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. From the from that rubbish pop band. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'd be really apologetic about it with guys, especially. And then like now I'm like, I I, I actually I'm really proud of what Champion. we did. And I'm really yeah. proud of the yeah. And I'm like, well, you know. You know, just because it wasn't, just because I wasn't in Nirvana, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah, you did something, and also I do think our attitude has changed, especially in the UK. Of of these, you know, loads of bands are back. You know, like Steps have kind of become cool now, whereas you would never say you like Steps. Eurovision's now champion rather than just laughed at. I do think we've kind of changed as well to making champions of people that were actually you are pop. Do I mean Five were a massive, massive pop band that we haven't seen the like of since. Well, yeah, we, we we were kind of, there's definitely a uniqueness about our music, I think, that we, we did something a little bit different under that pop umbrella, um, which, which again, I am proud of, you know, that kind of 
rock, rap, funky thing with pop, you know, all all in that kind of pop mishmash. Yeah. It's, it's probably it's, cool that you'll be going yeah. to weddings when you're like 70 and keep on moving. We'll probably still come on the dance floor. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I've got a friend actually. And he said, because when you're a part of something, it's, it's different. You know, you don't, you don't see it quite as, and he was like, no mate. It was like, you know, you got to realize like you have a couple of songs that have really like made it into the long-term psyche of, of, yeah, like, you of know, music. Of, of music yeah and it's like wow you know what like i didn't quite appreciate that at the time but i really yeah. do now it's amazing um, and so let's talk about the new venture and let's get the new song on in a second but so the new venture is the 998 obviously you're still with five doing you know the festivals and all things like that which is amazing but this has come about with liam keegan you said as well who's a producer so he's worked with like we said sia carly ray jepson usher foxes lena gomez loads of people how's that how are you mates how's that come about this new venture so, I mean, bottom line is, number one, Liam Keegan is just a top lad. He really is a top lad. Like, I mean, he's just an absolute diamond. Um, I mean, we, we we got similar stories in that, like, he found out he was being a little bit diddled. So, you know, we have that in common. And, um, and we met on a writing camp. We wrote a song that that song will never see the light of day. But, you know, it was it was a cool song. And, and we just hit it off. And he actually then, like, a year goes by, then COVID happens, lockdowns happen. And then he just, we hadn't really spoken. And he just messaged me, do you want to make a tune? Like, do you want to meet up and make a tune? I was like, yeah, all right, cool. So we we met up and we made one tune and then we made another tune and then we made another tune and we were like, yeah, yeah, all right. It's kind of cool. It's working, isn't it? And, uh, you know, and I'd, you know, got got heavily into production. That's kind of what got through, me through lockdown. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. You know, we, we we in the spring we made sunshine. It was a spring sum, summery spring day, and the sun was out, and it just inspired us to make this sort of pop house piano tune. And we thought, you know, you know, you can you can sit on things and go. Well, we went. Look, it's summer. Let's just get roll out. with the punches. Get it out independently and just get the ball rolling and just see where it's just, just, just throw caution to the wind and just go for it and have a laugh with it and see where, see where we end up with it. And that's exactly what we're doing. And that's for today. It comes out today. So that must be exciting. It's just exciting to see. I mean, I think it's going to do amazingly. It's brilliant. I mean, it's obviously, it's so much hard to get radio playing stuff like that these days. There's so many out there, but I mean, it must just be nice doing stuff like you said, you know, this is your kind of music that you've always loved. So it must be nice suddenly releasing something that actually is totally you well the, this is the thing i mean you know you you've you've just heard me talk and everything and you know like i said that running away and everything now that i'm back doing the performing with the boys and now i'm creating every day and being creative it's like i now realize 100 who and what i am and what i enjoy doing um and uh, you know and i, I all those that 10 years out there was always something missing but I was running from the fact that it is this. <laughs> so now I'm just, you know, embracing what I love. So, you know, yeah. Oh, mate, cool. well, I hope it does so well. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been amazing. I could talk to you for days. It's been amazing reminiscing and talking about Five and everything. And really good luck with this. It's uh, Everyone can download this now. It's the 998. It's called Sunshine. We're going to put it on to end the podcast. Never really do that, but that's amazing. But yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for having thanks for having me.
It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'll let you end it. Let's end the podcast with you. It's a bit like we've been going back to radio days. You uh, you introduce it, the brand new song. Okay. So this is Richie Neville of Five. But this is my other project. It's the 998. And this is Sunshine. Let it shine on you 